production. Here at Listener, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. time for another podcast and this time it's a solo episode um which are really fun for me because i don't plan anything <laughs> you're very mm. musical today <laughs> the mass singer kind of vibe. oh my god the mass singer good drop good hook yeah uh, Lem. <laughs> so obviously the mass singer started last night and i know that a lot of my listeners aren't exactly the demo that watched the mass singer but i will say we did very good in the under 50s i've heard we were number one in under 50 ratings so wait, what do you mean you're not the demo? Who's the demo? I want to know. Well, I think the demo is like, it's a, it's a family show. Oh. So I think a lot of my followers and listeners, from what we've seen, a lot of them may have young families, but yeah. not families old enough to watch with their kids and play along with them. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, I'm sure some of you are. If you are, hey, love you. Um, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of my demo is like yeah. y- late, late, maybe even like teens, mainly mid-20s, late-20s, yeah. and then kind of early to mid-30s. And also, I'm not just saying this because I'm on the show because I've already been paid. So, like, <laughs> I've already been paid. It's fine. Like, I get paid regardless. Like, it's not like this podcast where I get paid per watch. Like, it's fine. Like, <laughs> so I'm saying this out of the bottom of my heart, like from the bottom of my heart. So I only had ever watched like one or two episodes. Have you watched it before then? The Mass Singer? Yes. No, it's only when you came on it that I'm like, fuck, I better watch that shit. Okay. Yeah. And did you watch it with the kids? No, because it's 7.30. That's when we put them to sleep. Bedtime. Okay, well, maybe you should watch it on Catch Up the next night with the kids because I think it is, again, reminder, I've been paid. Not to say this. I've already done all my press for this. So, (laughs) honestly, I'm obsessed. So, I'd watch like one or two episodes before and I get frustrated because after one episode, I'm like, well, I don't know who it is, so no point watching. Boring. But I think it's a really, really fun game to play with your friends or even your partner or even um, like roommates and your family as well. But it's kind of pitched as like a family-friendly show, which it is. But it's genuinely funny and obviously I'm on it. Mel B is on it. Like Chrissy Swan's on it. Husey's on it. Love Husey. Also, I have something to say about Husey in a little bit, okay? Love him. But I think it's a really fun show. I think it's a good activity. It's kind of like a combination of... Like games night with your friends yeah. and also like the ease of TV. Mm. I genuinely, if I had roommates, I would make them watch it with me, but I don't. So, I mean, I don't. But I can imagine being really fun with like to bond with your roommates or like to bond with like your like adult siblings they live with you. So I think you should all watch it because it's actually really fun. The guessing game is really fun. The clues, people think the clues are like, oh, I won a Logie. No, no, no. It's like there are green pastures beyond rich. And it's like in these weird voices. It's really fun. Not, you know, I was about to say something that probably is illegal to say, um, but you know, <laughs> oh get, get a bit loosey-goosey and watch it is what I'm saying. No, but honestly, I have to say, I can't even believe that people who aren't singers sound like this and they don't have record deals or anything. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Is that not a singer? Well, uh, some of them are singers. Oh, okay. Some of them aren't singers. Okay. Oh shit, you know but everything now because it singers. was recorded in the past. Yes, I know okay. everything and it's really hard for me. To, I, <laughs> I slipped up recently and accidentally said the gender of one of them. Oh shit. Yeah, because I was just talking, I was just talking, I'd done like, 15 radio interviews that morning from 6am oh. and it was like a, it was like one of my last ones and I mentioned the gender of one 
And I was like, but, it's very, but now that you've seen it, it's very obvious yeah. that they're the gender. Mm. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to ruin it again, but it's very obvious that it's, it's, it's the gender. <laughs> and not the, and gender, I know gender is a binary, but in terms of like, I'm, this person is. Anyway, I know who they are, okay? I'm not making assumptions. <laughs> I know who they are. Um, yeah. Now, I have something to talk about, and that is Husey. Okay. Because I saw, okay, let me just explain something to everyone. Everyone is so mean to Husey. And not in terms of like, I mean, I don't really care if you mean to him about his shitty guesses. I don't really give a shit because they are really shit. But let me just explain something to you all. <sighs> Dave Hughes, someone DM'd me or tweeted or something and was like, it was something I was watching last night and they said basically, I can't wait for you to eat Dave Hughes alive like this average white man. And let me just say, I will defend Dave Hughes to the day that I die. Have you met Husey Lem? I actually, it was very unfortunate the way that <laughs> I've said something mean to him without even knowing. He was holding a bottle of kombucha. I mm. didn't know who he was. Mm. He was around in the office. I'm not Australian, so there's a lot of celebrities that I don't know. And also, he's just using walking around. And he's using, ah, and he's yeah. very friendly, and he yeah. comes up to me, and I'm like, hey, dude, it's 11 a.m., and you're drinking beer already. Oh, yeah, and, and he's been sober no for And I had no idea that he's been sober, and he just looked at me and was just like, he was not happy with really? that comment. Yeah, and just like left yeah, I mean, like, he has oh. been sober for thirty years. Yeah, yeah. he and thought that I knew him, and I'm and, I'm, and, and you're I'm, making fun about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. but Husey is honestly. Someone was like, "Yeah, I can't wait for you to eat him alive." First of all, I take offense at the at the term "average man." Mm. He is a white man. We'll say that. And Husey works. So hard. There's like a joke in media that Husey is in everything. Husey does his breakfast radio. During filming, he was doing his breakfast radio show and coming from that to set to film oh until midnight at 1am. And so was Chrissy. Husey is not average. He's had a 20-year career. No one can have a 20-year-long career in Australian media. Actually, you could. But you couldn't have one where no one has anything bad to say about you. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. You could have one very easily. I can actually name 15 people right now. But you couldn't have one where people... Everyone liked you. It's same with Osha. It's same with Chrissy. It's same with Mel. Like, everyone likes everyone. So that annoyed me. And also, Husey, just reminding you all, after The Bachelor, I went through the worst fucking press day ever. Every radio host, I'm sure there were a few that were kind of nice, but none of them really defended me. None of them really said, hang on, this is really fucked up that you're being getting a villain edit for being sexual. The only person that said that was David Hughes. The only person was Husey, was like, I mean, he didn't swear, obviously, but he was. It was like I reckon it's bullshit. You just, yeah. of course, you wanted to sleep with him. You're 23 and you're on a dating show. Of course, you did. Why does everyone hate you because of that? I wanted you to win. I thought he's, and even on set, he's, he's super like, God, that guy should still should have chosen you. Like, still on set, right? So just that's also a reminder. Our feminist King Husey, who was the only person who defended me. Everyone else went along with the narrative that I was a villain and Husey didn't. Also, people that say, Ah, oh, he's so stupid. He's not stupid. He's making jokes. And if he's smart to make a joke, okay? So it really grinds my gears, people being mean to Husey, because Husey's been nothing but nice to every single person that I know. But what were they saying beyond that he's white? Like, what was the... They just think he's average. And it's like, oh. he, and maybe his comedy isn't for you. Okay. I think Husey's really funny. He makes me laugh so much that I cry on set. Um, and also, Husey's really involved in, like, he's a really hard worker. Like, when he's on set, like, when we're in meetings, he's saying things, he's adding, he's contributing. He's, like, very... I, anyway, it's a very weird... Hill for me to die on is <laughs> defending Dave Hughes. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't want the Hughesy slander. It's like they're like weaponizing me against Hughesy because we are so quote unquote different. But they're not realizing that, like, I know 
Husey as a person yeah. after working with him on set and also being at the same station with him. And I just don't want the Husey slander. I don't want you guys to think that I'm going to like, quote unquote, eat Husey alive. I love Husey. Okay? I love him. And I think he's lovely. And I don't think it's very fair for people to be like, I can't wait for you to obliterate him. Has, has he ever had a scandal? He's been sober and vegan for 30 years. I didn't know he was vegan. And he's vegan to help the earth. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? You can't hate that. Also, whenever I've corrected him with his pronouns, mm. I told him and he was like, right, I remember. And from then on, always the correct That's pronouns. That's awesome. Just letting you all know that as well. Behind the scenes, he wanted to retake things so that they, they were in the correct pronouns. I'm not here to defend a middle-aged white man, but when it comes to Husey, <laughs> I fucking love that man. Like, I love him. And I don't think it's very fair to act like I'm going to, like, fuck him up. Also, people were like, oh, my God, yes, Mel, tell him to piss off. Guys, we're all friends. We're all very good friends. Anyway, it's all very fun. I'm sure Husey would go, oh, I didn't need to do that, but I'm doing that. Okay, Husey, so text me if you hear this. Love you. Because we have a group chat, okay? We have a group chat about <laughs> the so Masked cool. Singer. I know. I know. And Osh is lovely as well, so no one come for Osha. Like, and Chrissy yeah. obviously is a dream. But, like, I know everyone's, like, dying for me to, like, mm. guys, also, the Masked Singer isn't the show to destroy someone. It's a family-friendly <laughs> show. Like, like, we're not on fucking I'm a Celeb, like, where there's, like, deep conversations happening. We're laughing at someone in a giant caterpillar suit yeah. on stage. Like, the tones naughtiest and thing that's happened is you saying, I like big things. Oh, my God, I didn't even realise. <laughs> this is what happens on the radio show. I say things I don't even realise are sexual. And I'm like, I do, yeah. like big, I do like big things, but I do like, I like the big prawn. Yeah. I've taken photos in front of the big prawn at Ballina. And but I was like having sex with this guy in who lived in Byron and he texted me when I was landing and he's like, let's go kiss in front of the big prawn. But like as a joke. Oh, yeah. But like funny. Yeah. See, big prawn is big prawn is a Ballina icon. <laughs> okay, that's my Husey rant. Anyway, I just need to get it out there because I've been ranting about it all day to like my manager, to my sister, to my mum. And I just need to let you all know. I'm putting I'm I'm creating a boundary. And that boundary <laughs> is don't come for Husey. If there's something problematic, that's fine. But at present, he hasn't. And actually, he's the most receptive when I correct him on pronouns. So, I mean, everyone was. But Husey, in particular, just goes, oh, yeah, right. Sorry. I'll do better. Uh, icon. Love you, Husey. Okay, what else am I going to bitch about? Oh, my God, yeah. Okay, so I, a side note. We're also, we're going to get to a rant in a little bit. So I'm just going to finish on the anger because I know you all love the anger. Um, <laughs> they're all, everyone's always like, get angry. And I'm like, oh, it's so hard. I don't know. Someone asked for a life update, though. The only really update that I have is that I went to speech pathology today. Oh, that when that appointment got cancelled. So yes. It, it, it's finally happened now happening. today. Okay. Very exciting. I need to do all my things, but I'll text you if I have any issues. I did say my producer, Lem, is a vocal coach, so <laughs> she can help me. Me flexing you, being like, oh, yeah, she's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. Need to fix my diction. But it's because my stepdad growing up always told me I had a speech impediment. So oh. it's like a weird thing. And also because, honestly, I need to learn how to, like, speak like this through my chest. No, but, like, because it hurts my throat, oh. Lem. Oh, sometimes you do lose your voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. too often for someone whose whole mortgage payments are paid partying. by their voice. It's the partying, Abby. Yeah, I party so hard. <laughs> I'm a fucking party animal. And then I had another thing to tell you guys about. What was it? What was it? Oh, yeah, me going out. Speaking of me going out. So the reason why I don't go out and why I don't have benders like everyone thinks that I do is because I'm really, it's getting to a point now, everyone, where I actually can't go out. I actually can't. It's actually not fun anymore. And my friends actually want to, they don't like going out with me anyway because it's just not fun. So on Saturday, I took a risk and I went out and I saw my friends were at this um, bar and no one asked for a photo the whole time that I was at this bar. It was crazy. I 
lifted up. I couldn't believe it. Is it because you changed your hair colour, do you think? I think maybe. I love um, it, by the way. I have to say. Oh, thank you, the yeah. brown. I think maybe, but I also think because this bar was was very, like, low-key. Ah, uh, okay. And everyone was very cool there. So they probably didn't even know who I was if I did that in care to get a photo. So Newtown, okay. So that was nice. One person, <laughs> yeah, someone came up to me and said they loved me. That was nice. And guys, now listen, I know that it sounds like, and I was feel like everyone is scared to say this, but I'm just going to be honest with you all. I would love to have a night where I don't get asked for a photo. Like I would honestly, I know, I, and it's it's not that I dislike you guys. What I, what I kind of, what I kind of relate it to is like, imagine going to like, like a high school reunion where people there will come up to you and talk to you and you don't really know who they are and they don't really know who you are. You're having a very awkward small talk conversation and then they want to get a photo for memories. That's what every night of my life is like. Oh, God. Like it's just, it's just like, and, and it's not that you don't like the person. Yeah. You, the person is a lovely person and you want to ha- you want to have a conversation with them but at the same time all your friends are at a bar down the road and you want to go there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like your actual friends are there. It's not that I'm ungrateful for you guys loving me and I think it's so nice. It's just as well, a lot of you are very drunk or very high when we're in bars. Dinner, so fine to come talk to me. <laughs> Dinner's very different. Breakfast, so fine. Sit-down meal, fine. Because usually you guys aren't drunk. When you're drunk, a lot of you trauma dump. <laughs> and I just sit there and listen to all you. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know who you are. And I, I've been out for 10 minutes. And now I have to go home because I'm going to go home. And like, now I, now I feel like... Can you say no? Have you ever said... No, because here's the other thing, everyone. If I say no... People will then post and be like, she's a cunt. I also don't want to have people be like, so excited to meet me and be like, no, sorry. So I yeah. do want to do it when they ask. It's just like, I, I would love if we just like, but then I know when you meet me, it's hard to contain your excitement. But also, guys, I'm not that exciting. All I'm going to do is go, hey, lovely to meet you. Oh my God, you can get a photo? Sure. Smile and then walk away. Like, I'm so sorry. That's, that's all that's going to happen. And that's why I had to wear the wig. <laughs> so here's the thing. The wig did work. Um, okay. And no it's one, hot, it's hot. I it feel was, like well, it's a bit kinky. I'm not going to wear that one again because oh, okay. uh, now okay. it's been revealed. So it was my friend Tommy was their wig. Um, well, Kath's friend, but I met them for the first time and um, they it was like this beautiful mullet wig. We were at this bar, no one asked for a photo. Joyous vibe. So I was feeling a bit more confident. I was like, oh my God. And then we're going to go to this bar in um, Sydney. I'll just say where we, where we didn't end up going, the Imperial. You know the Imperial? Fucking love the Imperial. Love the Every Imperial. Every school holiday... My partner and I just go there and party our asses off. See Milo there. Milo performs often there. Milo's amazing. I love the Imperial as well. The issue is so does every single one of my listeners. Yeah, so that's true. I usually end up crying in the bathroom if I go there. So can't go there. Again, ruining my friend's nights. Can you please go to the MP? No, we can't. I, I'm, then I'm like, I'll just go home. Like, there's no point. I'm like a liability. Yeah. I'm very much like, if you've seen Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I am Sutton. I am a liability. You haven't seen it, so I understand, but <laughs> no. I'm a liability um, because I just ruin everyone's night. I've been like, I'm feeling really anxious, feeling really anxious, feeling really anxious. And then also my friends have a shit time. So we didn't go there. We went to Universal instead. And then we went in there and I went to the toilet and there were really nice people in the bathroom. The, the thing is, you're all lovely. I'm not, I'm not, like, also, you're not annoying me. It just makes me anxious. Yeah. It's not that it, like your personalities are annoying me and nothing that you are doing is annoying me. It just is like. Overwhelming? To be. Very brutally honest, for you, it's one photo. For me, it's every two minutes and it becomes 45, 50 
meetings and 50 small talks and it's just not fun, so I just go home. Like, because because it's, I I don't know what to say. I also feel like I don't know what to say. I also then feel like I have to make an interesting conversation. I have people say to me, tell me a joke. First of all, I'm not a comedian. Um, If I was... Tell me a joke. People have said, tell me a good story. (laughs) Or they ask like Dance monkey vibes. Yeah, it's that. It is that. And most of you aren't. So I know most of you aren't if you've met me. But again, I prefer to not do it in a, I prefer to not do it in a club. I also feel like a club should be like a fun time. Also, you're yelling over the music. I can't hear you. Some people. Also, I've had people come up to me like, my friends are crying and ask for a photo. I make my friends take photos of me and them while they're crying. And I've said no. And they go, and give the phone. Like, so... It's one of those things where, like, a few bad apples really have spoiled the bunch for me. Where And the thing is, when you go, oh, but so few. No, but this is, like, it's one out of 40 per night. So it is one every time I go out. It isn't like it's, like, oh, that happens once every couple of months. It's one every night is one that's, like, physically grabs me or grabs my tits. or really? Yeah, like, because they're drunk. Yeah. So they think I'm their best friend and they think I have no idea who they are. No yeah, idea. Like yeah, it's very yeah. parasocial. And I know a lot of this have been like, oh, you're so ungrateful. But really, like it's really, imagine if a stranger came up to you and grabbed your tits. Like I get a photo with you and pulled you in. And the thing is, most of you are so lovely and it's really quick and it's fine. But I think in a club, it's really painful because a lot of you are drunk. The person that took a photo in the bathroom on Saturday wasn't and was really nice. But... Feeling like, then you feel like, because I obviously have anxiety, then I feel like I'm always being watched, you know? Mm. Like it feels like you're in Big Brother. Like, well, paparazzi are around my house most days now. So one person sitting in their car following me on my walk every day. So I am literally always being watched. I would just love to not get photos in a club, like please. Um, Anyway, so I got three people asking for photos in the first two minutes of being at this club. And I was like, I'm going home. Like I'm actually not doing this because it just gives me anxiety. And then my friend Tommy said, have the wig. So Tommy gave me their wig and their sunglasses and and she was born. So what is an appropriate encounter with you? I think at dinner, it's fine. At breakfast, it's fine. Like during the day when you aren't drunk. Maybe okay. it's like if you're sober. Yeah. Like it's, 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 the drunk, it's the drunk encounters that really upset me because it's really grabby. It's really forceful. Mm. And I'm usually quite sober. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. like, I'm usually, a lot of the time I'm driving or I've had, like, mm. four drinks, you know. Yeah. I don't really party. And also, a lot of the time when I'm out, it's my first weekend off. Like, that was my first Saturday off in Sydney since April. Because I've had a tour, then I had a lot of work, then I had Logies, then I had Mars Singer. So, I haven't had a Saturday off in, in Sydney for that long. And I think it's just, like, people really, like, they lose their inhibition. So dinner, so fine. Okay. Going for a walk, so fine. Love it. Like, so nice. And because everyone's usually very, like, it's it's not awful interactions. It's just in, like, the, the club bathrooms. And then in club bathrooms, what else happens is they'll, they'll and they're like, oh, my God, my friends will love you. I'm going to go and grab my friends. You wait here for five minutes while I go and grab all my friends. And it's like, but my friends are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I haven't seen my girlfriends for four mm. months and then my girlfriends don't get mad at me, but are like now getting to a point where I'm getting invited places. Yeah, Not intentionally. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I know you don't want to come, but I'm going out tonight, but don't feel pressure to come. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go out. And then I saw someone comment being like, you've chased fame and this is the price of fame. And it's like, I didn't really chase fame, babe. This is like, and oh, and someone else being like, would you rather no one ask for photos? I didn't, like, fame isn't fun. 
Like I love doing the podcast. And I love doing radio. And I love doing the live shows. And I love doing – my job is very fun. A side effect of that is fame. As I'm with anxiety, it's not fun. Yeah. So sorry if that's a bit cunty. That's cunty, Lem. Plot twist. I came second on Arabs Got Talent <gasps> where 81 million people watched me. Lem, we need and to do an I episode. got asked <laughs> – for Lem. so many photos and I fucking hated it. So you're being really nice right now. There was a period in my time where mm-hmm. I got like fucking B grade, C grade famous and oh I God. hated it. Oh my God. Hated it. We, okay. Also, people have been asking for a podcast with you so we need, to, we need to do one maybe like next week or week after but I'm thinking no, I'm there, are, there are things I don't even know about Lem that I wouldn't, <laughs> yeah, even, I I wouldn't even know to ask so would you come on Arabs Got Talent? Do you know what I mean? Because like, I don't know you on it. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, I know the feeling because I had it for a moment in time and it was sucky as shit, especially if you don't like how you look like in photos. Yeah. Like, it's a different type of anxiety to yeah. you, I suppose. But you're handling it way better than I would. Yeah. I was just like, no, and I'll just run. Like, no. Yeah, so, it yeah, is. So yeah, I get it. It's a bit, yeah, it's… Nowhere near where you're at, but I'm just no, saying baby, came it was just Arabs Got Talent. Are you fucking photos and like yeah and like people just absolutely objectify that person on TV it is it's it's, it's that's what it is that's, yeah. it's, it's the objectification that's what it is when people and they do it when they drunk more I am the exact opposite with of you in the very wanker moment that I had I went to the snow to oh, Mount yes. to Perisher, Perisher and then I was walking down the ski tube and I see somebody listening to It's A Lot on their <gasps> phone <laughs> Like, instead of me just, like, walking past, just, like, oh my God. what I am, like, I just go, absolute wanker, and we're like, do you know that I'm the producer of this <gasps> Did show? you really? Oh, <laughs> my God, it's so I totally cute. went, I totally went, like, I'm Lem. And oh she's like, oh, no fucking way. And I'm like, yeah, I produce this. So, yeah, I'm the exact opposite of you. But, but still, like, if I was at Paris show, I'd be fine to talk to someone. You know what I mean? Yeah, if yeah, I was yeah. at Paris show, because I probably, is it legal to ski drunk? I don't know. Um, There's a lot of alcohol there. It's so. mainly the clubbing. I think the, the, <laughs> the main thing is the clubbing okay. is, is, is the stressful thing for me, everyone, just letting you all know. I'm trying to set a boundary. And, you know, it is the price of fame. So I know it sounds wanky. I'm sure a lot of you listening are, like, rolling your eyes. But it is really stressful and it re- is really anxiety-inducing. And I know some of you mightn't think that I might think that I'm like being dramatic, but um, a lot of people that meet me when I say I can't go to a bar that we had a new friend with us, and I was like, no, I don't want to go to the Imperial, and they're like, oh, come on, babe, you aren't that famous, and I'm like, no, like it isn't about level of fame. I think it's about like comfortability with yeah. um, listeners, mm. which is great. We love that in a sober environment. There we go. There's the rules. There's a boundary. And you know what? If you ask for a photo when you're drunk, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to be an asshole. But just know I'm deeply uncomfortable, <laughs> like, and it makes me really. And also, if I'm drunk, I get scared. There's going to be an article about me being drunk. You know what I mean? Or someone or posting a video of me wasted. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 constant surveillance. That's what it is, and it's mm. like holy fucking shit. Truman Show. And may yeah, and maybe you guys can say then don't go out. Okay, uh, I, I'd like to, <laughs> like to go. For, I'd like to meet people and have new friends. <laughs> So this, I saw this TikTok and I sent it to Lem. Now, on TikTok, the term pick me has really gotten lost. A lot of people on TikTok who I think are quite young aren't understanding what a pick me is. They're thinking that a pick me is just any woman they don't like, which is actually very misogynistic. So it's not that. What a pick me is, is when someone is kind of going against the grain of feminist ideology or any like feminist idea 
and saying, actually, women have it really well because X, Y, Z, or saying things that align with inherently patriarchal views, okay? That's like a long story short. It's like you're like, did they pick you? Like, did the did the patriarchy pick you to be their favourite, you know? Okay. Okay, so this person is a pick-me. So I'm just going to play it. So I think they're talking about, like, feminism and, like, the way that the world is actually very female-centric and the patriarchy doesn't exist. So I'm just going to go through it. It's about a minute and a half long, but I'll react to it, okay? Here we go. Do you see this stuff? You can't unsee it. We live in such a gynocentric social order. And when I first heard this, I was thinking there's no way. Like, men have most of the power, right? We live in a patriarchy. But no, no, no. Women make 70 to 80% of consumer buying decisions. Okay, I'm going to go through and explain how that all is about to patriarchal notions. The reason why that is is, A, because women are, and when we talk about, I mean, AFAB people, which is assigned to my birth, everyone, AFAB people are usually the ones who are doing the physical grocery shopping and all of the extra labour around in a, in a heterosexual couple. They're usually the ones doing the actual labour of going to the shop to get the groceries. They are also doing all the Christmas shopping for their entire families. They are doing all the responsibilities that involve shopping because men don't want to do it because they don't like shopping. Also, it's because women are targeted in terms of, you know, looking better, being uh, thinner, being better looking, having the best things, being more materialistic because we are being targeted in that way. Skincare. We have to have all these different serums and men just have like a three-in-one shampoo, conditioner, body wash, four-in-one, a four-in-one. They use one bar of soap for everything. So that actually is back to a patriarchal idea. It's because, that's because of the patriarchy. Doll! Next one. So everything we see in the media is catered towards them. And women are bailed out of every bad decision they make. Bailed out? Bailed out? Let's see what they're talking about. For example, if a girl's promiscuous, she has birth control. Being promiscuous isn't a bad decision. You same they're bailed out of every bad decision. First and foremost, being promiscuous isn't a bad decision. It's actually just having a root. Um, <laughs> if you want to have a root and it's consensual, have you root? Also, I've been using the word root way too much unironically. It started because I started saying root room with Rowan about um, that how to build a sex room yeah, yeah. show. And we call it the root room. And now I've been saying root far too much. So everyone, please, <laughs> that's something you can in real life tell me to stop doing. Um, and second of all, birth control isn't a bailout. Also, condoms, I guess, are birth control. That's not really a bailout. It's also, there are two people in terms of pregnancy. What do you mean there's a bailout? There are also um, STIs that exist. It isn't just about pregnancy. Safe sex isn't just about pregnancy. And, you know, everyone can, can, get, can get an STI, dull. And as long as you're practicing safe sex, it's very likely that, you know, and you get tested regularly, you should be all right. Um, By saying bailout, it means that you're doing something wrong, wrong. as well. And like, you, that's what the most thing that bothers me mm-hmm, about this, mm-hmm. I think. And yeah. you deserve punishment. Yeah. Because bailout obviously is like in jail. You've done a, you've done Do, a mistake. Well, yeah. So you deserve it. You're promiscuous. And, oh, and now we have to bail you out. Now we have to bail you out as though it benefits, as though it benefits the AFAB person completely freely and then poor society has to pay for it. As though birth control isn't just, isn't, like birth control is a wonderful thing, but haven't we all been screaming for people with penises to have birth control forever? Like I'd love that. I'd love to not be on birth control. I mean, I'm not. But like, wouldn't it be great for all of us to not have to be on birth control? Like what the fuck? If the birth control fails, she has an abortion. An abortion also isn't a bailout. If the birth control fails, what the fuck are you 
talking about? Also, isn't that a quote-unquote bailout for both people involved? That So number one is the bailout, meaning the person has made the wrong decision and they are mistaken. And the second thing is you are removing completely the other party involved in this, which is the sperm. Yes. You're removing it. Goodbye. If the abortion fails, then she can go to court and get child support from the father. (laughs) Anyone with a single mother or who is a single mother knows that's bullshit. Okay, child support. First and foremost, I'm going to go out on a whim here and say most people, most dads don't pay fucking child support. Almost every person that I know that has a single mum is like, oh, yeah, my dad never paid child support. Never. Never. Also, child support isn't free fun money. It's money to help pay for the child that, in their example, that the mother is is raising. Also, Giving money to a problem, even if they're getting so much child support and being completely supported by this person, the mother is still parenting the child, doing all the emotional labour, doing all the physical work, taking it to daycare, making sure it's fed, making sure that, you know, it's taken care of, that it's emotionally sound, that it isn't traumatised. Also while trying to be happy and have some sort of life outside of the child. Can I also say as well, child support does not cover braces, does not cover... Um, School fees? Extracurricular activities. Does not cover eye therapy. Yeah. Does not cover so many fucking things. Inherently, actually, the system is doing men a favor. Absolutely. Massively. And I've been part of this in my life, I have to say. And it fucking sucks. So no, this is definitely not a mm. whatever she said. And also a bailout as people would have a baby just to get like $100 a week from a random man. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so shit. Are you fucking kidding if she gets married and the marriage fails, she can get alimony. Uh, both parties can get alimony. Also, you fucking fuck. You're assuming that, and now you're assuming that the woman is making less money. And why do they make less money? Because they're, they're having children and they're taking care of those children and also because of the wage gap. So you're like, oh, and then she gets money for free because that's how the system works. If she's earning more, she pays alimony to the husband. Again, we're talking about heteronormative relationships, obviously, because this person is. Is alimony something that happens as well in Australia, just out of think, curiosity? I don't think so. Because I know super gets divided here. In Australia, the legislation does not use the term alimony. Instead, the legislation refers to the term maintenance. maintenance. Parties are able to potentially claim maintenance from each other in Australia. So it is an American. But, you know, her point is Her point shit. is still <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, it's shit. Um, oh, you get alimony if you get married. Great. If it doesn't work out. And also it's funny that with the previous one, if you have a kid, you get um, child child support. Why are you assuming the woman would take care of it? Yeah. Of the kid. Why, why are you assuming? Because of patriarchal rules and standards. You fuck standards. You fuck. Sorry, lol. We don't get as much prison time as men. On top of that, if we don't get child support and we're a single mother, there are government programs that pay for us to be single mothers. Newsflash, everyone. Single mothers around the world, loaded. <laughs> Fucking loaded. I know. And this is the thing. I was wondering why mum used to like roll around in digital notes <laughs> in the bathtub at home. I was wondering, mum, why would you do that? And now I know because you're getting paid to be single parents. I was wondering why. Single parenting fucking sucks, everyone. Sucks. Honestly, I have seen my girlfriend because I... I slowly went into being a step-parent mm. and having to raise kids by yourself means that if one of them gets a fever 
that you can't sleep, but you also have to work the next day. Yeah. It also means that you have to do the lunches even if you really, 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 really don't want to do it and you have a migraine. Mm. There's no one else to support you. No. If you're hungover, so, can't be. All the money should be thrown at you because you are fucking working overtime yes. for on behalf of two people. So, and childcare is very expensive. Childcare, childcare is, is ridiculous. more than people's income. Ridiculous. Like mum, see, mum was a teacher, so she was very lucky in the sense that she get holidays off with us, and yeah. also we'd come to school with her and leave with her. Like we never went to after school care or anything because she wouldn't be able to afford it otherwise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a single fucking parent on a teacher salary, no fucking way. No way. And if that goes poorly and we end up homeless, there's women's shelters. To- there's women's shelters because usually women are the victims of domestic violence. You are fuck. Oh, lucky women. Oh, women getting all this shit. All this shit. Babe, it's because domestic violence victims and they usually run from their fucking families, from their houses, because they are the ones who are continually mentally, emotionally, financially and physically abused. Therefore, they have to run in the middle of the night and go to a women's shelter. If they went to a, a shelter that was mixed-gendered, they may get abused there even more. I don't even like someone around who bashes them. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll fall in love with someone who is also abusive. I don't know. I don't know. Is she trying to sell being a woman? Like, I feel like 10 reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> She's like an infomercial. Yeah. You get to go to women's shelters. You get also, think about why there are women's shelters. Because you, you're escaping domestic violence. Or more government benefits that we get that men mostly pay into. We own 80% of the debt. What are they marking? Men mostly pay into, you yeah, babe, that's how taxation works. Like, well done showing you're a right-wing fucking fuck. Oh, but they pay most of it. Yeah, okay. I pay a shit ton of tax, but I have no issue with it because my tax goes towards, I mean, when it was SCOMO in government, I wasn't happy about it because it was going towards, like, lots of fucked up shit. But, you know, you pay tax because that's how our fucking system is set up. You pay tax. You don't go, well, we pay more so we get more back. The point of taxation is to allow people who are, who are in need of extra support for whatever reason to be able to get that within our society. Would you like there to be no taxation and no welfare? You fuck. Sitting in America right now, debt forgiveness. We make all of these poor decisions. Debt forgiveness. Yeah, I think that's to do with um, Biden saying that he's going to forgive student debt. Oh, no. How dare he forgive student debt? You fuck. And so we're always bailed out. What about... And also, so you want people to pay. Like, there are people in America who started out their student debt with, like, $40,000 or whatever... And now it's, no, actually, it's like a hundred grand in America. But I saw this thing, I think it was on Explained on Netflix. Have you seen that? Yeah, I love Explained, but I haven't seen that episode. Obsessed. I think it was Explained. Maybe it was like money, like a niche Explained. And they were talking about the student debt. And there was this one person on there who, these are just like random figures, but it was like her debt started out as a hundred grand or something. And then she, after 10 years of paying it, went to check and she had a she owed $101,000 or something. After, and she'd paid like $45,000 because of the interest rates being so high. Something like that. It wasn't that exact thing, but go and watch it. It explains um, student debt in the US very badly. So like it isn't like HEX here where it goes with the interest rate. HEX is a whole other conversation, but HEX is very useful. I think HEX is a, like a good system. In America, it's privatised student loans. Oh, that's fucked. It's, it's fucked when up. when they do privatised shit. It's fucked up. Also, why would you not want it to be forgiven? Um, and as we forgiven... You need to pay for it. It's because their economy is crumbling, mm. woman. And mm. that's why they need to fucking find ways to fix it and make the next generation not carry the burdens of all the ones before them. Exactly. If they make a baby with someone they shouldn't have, they literally pay for it for 18 years. But so does the person who gave birth, you fuck. 
Well, men are, as though men are the only ones paying for it. So is the person that gave birth. Look at the stupid fucking smile on their face. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. They marry the wrong woman, they could be paying alimony for 18 years. If I marry the wrong man, they could kill me. Oh! Plus, there's not a bunch of men's shelters around. Men have to deal with the consequences of their... But there are homeless shelters around that men are not allowed to go to. It's, it's like how there's, like, queer shelters and how there's queer spaces. It's people who need extra care. <sighs> Bad decisions. But women, we never do. Women never. Never have to deal with their bad decisions. Does anyone know? Never have a baby. Never get married. Never fuck. That's the advice from this fucker. Also, never go to uni. Never spend money. Never do anything. Because you know what? The poor men are actually the ones that are really struggling now. So, <laughs> hate that person. Close your legs. Close your fucking legs, you fucking slut. All right, bye. I love you. Listener.